0: FM to get started. Hey everybody! In this episode of the GH Report, we've got an action-packed episode for you. We're going to be talking about Lulu and Valentine's uh, struggles to try to discipline uh, their daughter. We've got Griffin in the hot seat, and we also have the stars of GH saying goodbye to a much beloved coworker. Let's do it.
1: You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now
0: let the buzz begin. Oh, baby! Look at that. Nothing better on a Sunday night than to hear that music pipe into these headphones. Yes. Welcome to the GH Report, everybody. Of course, this is the show where we break down all the the latest goings on in that little fanciful town called Port Charles there in in New York.
1: There you go. I'm Frank Moran. I'm Carla Renata.
0: And as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And everybody hop in the chat. Carla's got her iPad up and running, which means the chat is up and running. I know you're already in there sharing your thoughts. Uh, Carla's enjoying them as well as some shade being thrown at uh, a particular Benson Hurst uh, native. <laughs> so keep it coming.
1: Let me just go through the list and shout everybody out real quick. Zoe Johnson, Joe Costanzo, Simone Bazzari, Susan Russo, Kelly Cover. Andrew below. Annie going. Dulamine, what's up Dulamine? Michael B. Hey Michael B. Um and Mystic Mars and and I said Andrew below. Okay, cool. What's up y'all? Look at that.
0: <laughs> wow, excited to have you with us. Uh now before we start diving t- into everything in detail, Carla, what did you think of the week overall?
1: It was an interesting week. I loved how they kind of bounced all over the place, and they didn't focus too much on one storyline. That was actually quite refreshing, and kind of lovely to watch. I, I, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> but my favorite moment of all, and we'll talk about it later, was um, between Anna and Finn. It was so awkward. <laughs> it was just cause, and I thought about you, you, how you always talk about how awkward they are. It couldn't have got more awkward than that moment. I was like. Mm. <laughs> Y'all are killing uh, me right now. I can't
0: wait to uh, dive into that with you. <laughs> uh, I think let's start off with the, uh, a storyline that I have to admit I don't really care about. <laughs> At least, you know.
1: There's so many that you don't really care true. about. Which one is this one?
0: This is a one. I guess they're starting to tease the beginnings of it. And I don't okay. know if I'm biting on it yet. Maybe it might turn out to be something more interesting down the road. Okay. And that is the storyline with Sam.
1: Oh. I actually was. am kind of interested in that. Because I remember, yeah. you know, because it's, this is why. Because it's, it's interesting to go back to her GH origins because when she hit General Hospital, she was a con artist. Mm-hmm. She was a con artist from the day go. That's why her and Jason kind of gelled in the first place, because she was a con artist. He was a gangster. Like, they were both kind of breaking the law. Like, they had that in common. And over time, they've made her into, like, this goody two-shoes and made her into a, a private eye. And they've done all these different things with her character. So I'm interested to know. And I remember her talking about that Leland character when she first came to Port Charles. She never said who he was. But I was like, oh, this is her. But the thing that's killing me is that that little Asian girl is uh, is attached to all of it. Which you said you were like, mm, I don't know how I'm feeling about her. <laughs> <laughs> I longed, and I was like, no. I was like, I was giving you sunshine, rainbows, and lollipops. I was like, no, I think it. Yeah. And you were like, mm mm. You were like, she is up to no good. And you were right. She's
0: rubbing the uh, Look those at temples. that. I said
1: Frank was right. Oh, that. my goodness. A
0: rare occurrence here in the GH report. <laughs> I'm marking that down on my calendar now. After Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> Steve, you got jokes.
0: Because um, hey, it's also tying in. Uh, Curtis as well, which which I did like that at least she she loops Curtis in quickly. It's not like Sam's yes. going like I've got to figure this out all No, alone.
1: no, I did I did like that they didn't drag that out because they've been doing a lot of dragging out with the whole Kevin Ryan storyline. So it's nice, and it was nice. It was really nice to see that they didn't focus everything on that storyline. But what I did love is that she did tell him right away that they went over to the. <laughs> And it was shenanigans when they went over to the old folks home. I'm yeah. like, oh my goodness, it's just shenanigans galore. We see Aunt Viv from The Fresh Prince over there playing <laughs> Yvonne. I'm like, what is Aunt Viv doing over there? Shout out to Janet Hubert. Yeah. I was like, okay, Aunt Viv. And you know what's really interesting about that is because Janet Hubert and um was I was Verne Watson one of the sisters? I'm trying I'm and I might be wrong. I'm thinking. Probably wrongly that either Verne Watson either play Will Smith's mother or one is and him and verne uh, Verne Watson and Janet Hubert played sisters on the Fresh Prince, but something mm. tells me that they were on the Fresh Prince together yeah because wasn't i'm a, almost- po- i am almost po- y'all let me know about that, but I'm almost positive that's the case, but at any rate, I was just glad to see um a lot of chocolate on General Hospital this week. We had Jordan, we had Curtis, we had Aunt Stella, we had Yvonne, we even had Epiphany back up in the mix. I'm like, yes for the chocolate on GH this week.
0: It uh, it was interesting to 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 see all that and <laughs> you're like, yeah, into, g- you're so like, no, no, no. all right for all that. <laughs> no, 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 because they also tie it into Mike's Alzheimer storyline as well too. Mm-hmm. I like that, which I thought was a, a really interesting connection that maybe between the two of the two storylines. Or it comes to And a Marcus really, was there too. Yeah. Another chocolate person. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> it, it comes to a, just a really kind of sad part of dealing with the realities of somebody that has Alzheimer's, where uh, Mike thinks he's got a new girl in his life and turns out, no, she's Alzheimer's and she's forgotten. So that's. Uh, that was heartbreaking. That yeah. moment
1: broke my heart. I was like, and she, and shout out to Janet Hubert again, because she got this look for a second where she kind of just looked like she was lost. I'm like, Janet Huber gonna mess around and get an Emmy nomination on General Hospital. I'm just saying. <laughs> she was she was she she played the hell out of Yvonne this week, and that's only the tip of the iceberg. You know? I have this that that storyline is actually very intriguing to me how they're how they are layering it and, and making it and involving more people other than just Sonny's family.
0: Yes. You know what I mean? I do like that and I also like it that it's just anytime that we can see Mike do something that I, this is kind of tangentially related to Alzheimer's because mm-hmm. that's the whole reason that he's there mm-hmm. working there, but it is not specifically about that. He can, right. ha- he can affect stories in different ways that don't have to do with him having right. Alzheimer's.
1: And I love the fact that, you know, instead of having him freak out, like they've, like they have written him to do in the past when something didn't quite go right. He was relatively calm, which shows the progress in his disease, having gone to this daycare every day, you know, that there's progress in that respect. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that storyline, but I'm I'm really trying to figure out what Miss Daisy's deal is, because she's kind of infiltrating herself all over the place, and people are starting to look at her with one eye open. Like, did you see how Alexis was kind of looking at Christina at the bar, and mm-hmm. how Kim, when Kim and Drew showed up at the hospital, and Miss Daisy was up in there, you know, messing with Oscar, Kim was looking at her like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, certainly, somebody with that big of a smile, uh, and seemingly too good to be true, is, you know, probably not, so... Mm. Uh, and we get to see her <laughs> as she goes and gets that paper after they fi- figure out, like, oh, it's being mailed here to somebody. Uh, but it was just, her, and she yeah. swished
1: it. I'm like, ooh. Doing that look but, around. but then that leads me to, like, is she Leland's daughter? Like, h- how is she related to Leland? Like, why and why is she going after Sam? See, I got questions. I don't have, que- I haven't had questions about General Hospital in the eons. This is a beautiful
0: thing. It is. Uh, I do miss seeing something like this where. It is fun when you've watched soaps for a long period of time, and there used to be a point where a character that you know is kind of just kind of you know hovering in the background and maybe come to a bubbling to the forefront and a couple of things, but then you just notice that bam they've introduced some uh, uh, some past aspect mm-hmm. coming up where you just see like this is a, a definite beginning to a new storyline for this character, mm-hmm. and it's been a while since it. I've really felt that on uh, in GH. Me so. too.
1: So yeah, kudos to them for that. Let's and another shout out the women on General Hospital were kicking but this week that freaking Mara, Wes who plays Ava, that scene with her at the PCPD with Griffin. Oh my god. That she going to fool around and get an Emmy. She, she ain't she's going to fool, fool around. She ain't going to fool around and get no Emmy nomination. She going to fool around and get an Emmy cuz she is oh my goodness.
0: There's been a the lot of praise la- with her on social media. Oh my
1: god, that. the layers to what she was doing in that one scene. There was this one moment where she was talking to him and she was yelling and then all of a sudden she just stopped and became like eerily calm. I cannot even begin to tell you what kind of acting skill it takes to to be that, to think that much, to think that much out with your character. She killed it. She killed it. I don't, I don't, I don't even see how they can write anything better for her at this point because every week they're writing Really stellar stuff for her, and every week she's kicking his ass. I'm like, yes, girl, yes.
0: Well, you know, there's going to be some really good material when she does realize that Kevin is really Ryan, and the reason that Kiki's dead is because he did something for her. Maybe they're gonna,
1: maybe they're gonna get rid of her too. Maybe she's gonna be the person that kills Kevin. I mean, kills Ryan.
0: Certainly could, but I, I'm sure the the angst that she feels right now with Griffin and trying to figure out what's going on. When she does find out that it ultimately was back to her, because for a split second,
1: they, right? That's right. <laughs> but but for a split second, when he said there was that cliffhanger where where she said, "Who would possibly do this to Kiki?" and he says, "I did it." I was like, "I'm like, oh no, he's not going." I'm like, oh, "Oh, like," and I was mad that I had to wait till the next day to find out. I was upset. Th-
0: there was part of me that was like, "Would they do something that audacious to have?" Him I knew come they forward? wouldn't,
1: but then you know I've said that before, and then they did it. But I was. This is this week was the first time in a really long time watching General Hospital where I genuinely was like, "Oh, what's going to happen tomorrow? What are they going to do tomorrow? Ooh, what's going to happen with this character? It was exciting. It was thrilling, actually.
0: It's uh, There are times, at which I agree, it was uh, a nice kind of Rod and Robin of storylines that they touched on this week. Mm. But there are times when I do wish that they would kind of do the, more often than not, do the unexpected choice. Uh, what would it be like to see Ryan just come clean with, yeah, but you know, I don't know if that would have been. It would probably no. have been I don't think it would have worked yet.
1: No, no, no. And then speaking of Ryan, when he, there was that moment where he popped off on Laura. I thought Laura was going to punch him in his throat. She looked at him like, did you just talk? Did you just raise yeah. your voice to me? Like, who the hell do you think? I literally thought she was going to punch him in his throat. <laughs> I was like, girl, rear that fist back and let him have it. it was. That was like. And so now she's really starting to go. Mm, something ain't quite right. He needs to see it. Di- like, he's popping up. Mm-mm. He's crazy. He's serving divorce papers. Like, Ryan is Ryan is starting to feel himself. He's about to get caught. Because well, he's getting t- a little too comfortable. He's he's making mistakes. You
0: see that scene where he calls Jordan, just like, oh, I just want to hear yes. still here." And he's just sitting there, smiling, drinking Gloating. that coffee. Yeah, and he's just like,
1: living ah. his life. Yeah, he's making mistakes. He's about to mess up big time. I don't know what it is he's going to do. But he's about to do something that's really going to just jack him up. I can't wait to see who the person is that's going to trip him up. Because at this point, it could be anybody. Yeah, it's... It could be Carly. It could be Ava. It could be Franco. It could be um, Spencer. Like, at this point, it literally could be anybody. Elizabeth. It could be anybody that, that flips him off. But the thing that I found interesting about him this week is that they... One of the pieces of the puzzle that the PCPD discovered was the fact that with both murders the one thing that was missing was the id the yes. driver's license so if they find a the person that got them driver's licenses and he probably he has them in his office in that little thing that he locks up yeah
0: yeah the uh what was interesting because i know at the end towards the end of the last week curtis and jordan are talking and curtis is like you know i don't think it's griffin and she's like yeah i don't think so either but yet this week she really starts laying in to him in the interrogation room. I'm mm-hmm. like,
1: hold on, and, and Chase too. Yeah, like I was like, Chase, let's just talk about Chase for a second. Chase is always popping off on the wrong person. Do you notice <laughs> that? Whenever he is doing an interrogation, it is always the wrong person. I'm like, Chase, dude, I'm gonna need you to lay back in the cut for just a second and get your facts straight before you start going off on somebody. He does it every time, and he and every time he has to apologize. I'm like, dude, you're doing the most right now.
0: While he's he was on the receiving end of this from Michael. Uh, I don't know how I'd feel if I. I mean, I guess they kind of know it's a small town. You know, many people, but to have people constantly coming in, I want to know what you're doing to solve this uh, this crime. What are you doing? So when Michael comes in, what are you doing to solve Kiki's murder? Like, step back you. You don't need to know about what's going on Michael, ongoing investigation.
1: Michael, Michael, Michael. I'm not quite sure. I'm loving how they are playing Michael out right now. They punking him out just a little bit. Like they had made him so strong during that whole Nell storyline, that then now they're starting to punk him out, and I'm like, mm. and now they're trying to create this love triangle between him, Chase, and Willow. I'm like. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. Well,
0: speaking of the triangle, out of the out, who would you rather see her with, Chase or Michael?
1: I'd rather see her with Michael.
0: Interesting. How's why is that? I obviously the connection uh, of you know losing a child aside. Uh, what is it about the two of them you find more interesting than watching her? And They're Chase? more
1: interesting to watch than her really? and Chase for me. I like the dynamic between them for some reason, hmm. especially that scene that they had where he. Uh, was talking about his aunt Lila and you know sharing that information with her and I was just like he hasn't he, there's never been a moment really where he's talked about Lila like he there was that moment where he says you know she was already in a wheelchair by the time you know I could remember who she was like those that, that's a very kudos to G.H. writers for that that's a very fine minute detail that that people have that have been watching general Hospital appreciate I appreciated hearing that like I also appreciated the fact that um there was a discussion between um Sam and Jason where they talked about why the thanksgiving the Thanksgiving at the Quartermains is is a, um, a cur- is cursed and how long it's been happening like I had no idea it was twenty four years
0: it's uh a- like that's
1: a long time I'm like have I been watching general Hospital that long oh my god.
0: Just want some turkey, man. Oh, <laughs> that's so hard to do. I, I, but it always. But for me, actually, that's a perfect. Like, I'm more of a pizza fan than a turkey fan. So yeah, I we, would love We it. know this. Yeah, there you go. I would, I'd be totally happy with a quarter main Thanksgiving i have been yeah. just sitting there going, I can't wait for this to go wrong, because uh, then it's pizza for me.
1: Oh, people in the chat room are are kind of, it's a mixed review about whether they like Chase with, I mean, Willow with Chase or with Michael. Some say Chase, some say Michael. So we'll, we'll see how it plays out. No, well, mean, how I, do you feel about it?
0: You know, I, uh, I, don't know, I feel like Michael's got that storyline when you're trying to figure out when uh, Jonah's going to get the revelation for Jonah. And Wiley, like, that connection happens. Mm. So I feel like he's got the storyline that is just ready to explode and open up and give him stuff to do. But Chase, hey, he's just kind of floating around. They've already wrapped up the stuff with his dad and, and Finn. So, yeah, I mean, his dad's back. Like, that, came,
1: that came and went real quick, didn't it?
0: Yeah. So he really doesn't have much going on right now. So it's almost like I'd like to see him in a relationship just so it would give him something more to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't. But know there's if no
1: chemistry. That, I mean, there's to me. There's. I mean, there was a little bit of chemistry when they first hooked up, but now I'm starting to see more chemistry between him, her and Michael than I do between her and Chase. And then there was that awkward moment where he was like, "Oh, are we still on for night?" And she was like, "Uh, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> like she didn't want Michael to know that she had a date. And then there was that look on Michael's face, like, "Oh, you going out with him?" It was funny. I was like, "Oh, here we
0: go." Yeah, it's. <sighs> I, uh, I I don't know if, if the initial supposed me be cute between Chase and, and Willow was that was so awkward and cheesy for me when she but was I mean, in the car. Yes, that <laughs> that right there almost makes it too like it's enough. that I'm like I don't really want to see a relationship with them because that's just that was just too lame. Start. <laughs> I
1: know you hated that. You oh, talked about that.
0: <laughs> so that that is definitely one thing that I could hold as a strike against the Chase and Willow hookup.
1: Mm. Okay,
0: but it's just I feel like Michael I. Anybody that gets involved with Michael, it doesn't end well. It just doesn't end well. Well,
1: maybe this will be the one time that it does. Like, I would love to see Michael just, you know, at least... I think it it will be more interesting for her to end up with Michael because then, you know, if for whatever reason they have Nell getting out or coming back, that in itself is just going to create drama.
0: That's true. To see somebody pursuing... Willow, possibly like, it. you get away from my man. You know,
1: like she'll lose her mind all over again and there'll just be more shenanigans between the <laughs> just more shenanigans from now.
0: Well, now, Willow, not just really involved in a potential love triangle, but she's also a teacher. Yes. Shaping those young minds. Yes. And she gets in touch with Lulu and Valentine says, you know what? Have you talked to your daughter? Cause if you have it, it ain't. It didn't work.
1: Yep, and we might have to send her to another school because this is not going well. This is what I loved about all of that. I love the fact that Valentine and Lulu were on the same page mm-hmm. about trying to get Charlotte to, you know, calm the hell down. But then, what does Nina do? Bring in like cookies and milk, <laughs> and give her a snack. Like, why are you rewarding bad behavior? And I, th- I saw that. and I'm like, that is bananas. And then I realized Nina had bad behavior. She was that kind of kid, probably, because it took Nina a minute to get on the straight and narrow on G.H. Let's let's not forget that she came into town trying to jack up Silas's life. You know what I mean? Let's not forget that she did not come into town all sunshine, rainbows and lollipops. That She had that little evil streak and mean streak, too. And now we're feeling all sorry for her because she's in love with Valentine. No, she's still got that side. That's why she's being empathetic, empathetic towards Charlotte. Right, so, but I don't think her rewarding bad behavior is going to make Charlotte because Charlotte is giving you bad seed twenty four seven at this point. You know
0: it is because I feel like Nina. Is, well, she handled it a little poorly when she first met uh, Sasha. Uh, she went all in way too fast about oh I my mean, brother we could you know we could go to New York together we could all do all this understandably so. You reunite with a daughter you you didn't even realize you had and have, have wanted for so long. Mm-hmm. So I can understand her maybe going – overstepping a little too quickly. But she seemed to course correct it and get a little self-awareness. And like, wait, I'm overstepping my bounds. Let me reel it back. I'll take the slow. So it's interesting that she can do that with a daughter that she's wanted for so long. But she can't do it with her stepdaughter.
1: I'm like, it's really because she because I'm telling you, she sees more of herself in Charlotte than she ever will see in Sasha, who's not really her daughter. Right. But it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. And the other thing that was interesting was the fact that Laura had already peeped the fact that Aiden's being bullied. And that when Lulu came and told her what happened at Valentine's, then Laura, you see Laura start to put together the fact that Charlotte is the one that's bullying Aiden, and so it's going to be interesting to see how they all handle that.
0: Yeah, but Charlotte is just off the rails. But I, yeah, but I, I would, I, I agree with you that it's so much better to see Valentine and Lulu united in that. Mm-hmm. Like, you no, know, we got to put this on a lockdown now.
1: And even he, and he even tried to take some responsibility for it when he said, you know. I'm responsible for this because she has seen that I will go through any lengths to get what I want. And that's not been a good example for my daughter. Like, even he admitted that he was foul. <laughs> yeah. You know? And she was like, no. And then they had, I hated that, that he had, they had that conversation. And then that conversation ended with them going, but I love you. I am love you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like really this is how we going to do the I love you reveal between y'all? Really? This should be more about Charlotte than y'all t- confessing your undying love toward each other. I yeah. have problems with that.
0: Uh it'll be interesting to see how this kind of shakes out with the uh the whole bullying
1: storyline. And you know what else has been a, was a little awkward was um the storyline with Oscar, Cameron and Joss when Cameron comes to the hospital and him and Oscar kind of make up and he runs into Joss and he kind of, like, runs into the elevator, I'm like, I feel bad for Cameron for a little bit because he, he he went into it trying to help her make Oscar jealous and then he fell for her, and then she railed him and went in on him, and he was like, yo, I got the, the bad end of the stick from both ends. I got it from him and from her, and all I was trying to do was help my friends. Like, really? Is this what's going to happen to me for helping my friends? I feel bad for him right now. Well,
0: it does feel bad. But uh, he was not being completely altruistic when he went into it with Jocelyn. Because he's Mm -hmm. also like, wait, this also benefits me too. I'm into Jocelyn. (laughs) I get to spend time with her. That's great.
1: I think subconsciously he was thinking that. I don't think he, I really don't think he thought that he was, that she was going to reciprocate what he was feeling. Because every time he would try to tell her that he liked her, she would just shoot him down to my arm with Oscars. Leave me alone. Get out of my face. And so now it was looking like Oscar wasn't going to be in the picture. And so he thought, oh. Hello. Hey. <laughs> and then it kind of just backfired. I feel bad for him. I do.
0: I will give it up though for Cameron on one particular, uh, actually two sequences. This one where he goes and talks to Franco and the other one when he is at Kelly's with uh, Laura and talking to Aiden. Mm-hmm. And for, because you really haven't seen a lot of Cameron and Aiden hanging out. We mm-hmm. did see them in the park where he kind of really laid into him about mm-hmm. not liking the princess mm-hmm. stuff. But to actually see a more fun, playful yeah, side of the more relationship was Yeah, that brotherly part. Yeah, yes. that,
1: was, that was actually a nice little scene. But let's just talk about this for a second. Because, you know, I love me some Sonny Corinthos. But I'm feeling a little, little sexual tension between him and Miss Dawson. And then when he wrapped that scarf around her neck, I'm like, okay now, Sonny. All right. <laughs> All right. Don't go there. Don't go there. Do not go. Because, honey, if Sonny goes there... The consequences and repercussions that will come from Carly are will, there will be no there will be no storm ever that will save him from her. But I also feel if like that at, goes down.
0: I think at, like at this point, for them to do something where one or either of them uh, get infatuated or get involved with somebody else, it's like how many more times can we do where one they of them? They haven't gets done the
1: that with him in a while,
0: though. I mean, the last time was the stuff with Ava. No, it was with Nell. Well, yeah, but that wasn't real. That was set up by Nell.
1: Yeah, and it was with Ava. So when was that? Like five years ago?
0: Yeah. So, you know, however,
1: I'm old. just saying. But it's like because he's got that look. <laughs> look, he's got that look on his face, and in the whole episode, I was like, "Oh, this is this is post. It's a wonderful life, Sunny." Because he went to the PCPD to talk to Griffin and was like, "Yo, you need anything? Let me know if you need anything." And then he's at the cemetery and he's having like a little little. Um, ab- abbreviated abridged heart to heart with Margot. I'm like and and wrapping the scarf I'm like because oh. I'm telling you right now that scarf is going to come back to haunt him I can just see it I can see that scarf coming back to haunt him but what was interesting is when they cut back to her talking to the the tombstone of her dad you didn't see the scarf anywhere was it under her coat because when he left it was above her coat so I was like what y'all doing she put it close to her heart oh please but
0: uh- <laughs> But would you want to see a storyline where Carly and Sonny get estranged? It's like, oh, I, I feel like that's that's a type of story that I feel like has been played so, so many variations of with the two of them mm-hmm. that I don't need to see it anymore. There's got to be other stories you can tell about them as a couple that don't involve estrangement.
1: I don't know. But I think they're already setting that up because, you know, he did spend a night with Margot and didn't call Carly to tell her. And now he's wrapping scarves around her neck. I'm just saying. And then there was that moment where Carly was standing with him at the elevator and she's like, Are you feeling sorry for her? And she got mad at him and, and left him left him in the <laughs> metro court by himself. <laughs> like I'm just saying, there's all signs of pointing in that direction. And it's just a little bit at a time. It's not all at once and it's very subtle. It's happening, you know, every two or three weeks, there's something that goes down.
0: But I but you know, I feel like Carly is overacting a little bit. It was certainly what uh, you know, Margo did trying to uh, arrest Sonny a lot of tactics that weren't great the sucky stuff mm. but it also still does come to the fact that what really happened though is that her father was murdered by Sonny I mean mm. that it really did happen mm. so I could see him still feel like for as much you know as he nobody may like the way that Margot tried to attack Sonny to try to get him he still did do the thing that she was really trying to do. he get did him
1: and then she even she was like how can you do so many rehemp- rehemp- what's the- reprehensible. I- reprehensible things but then still say stuff like that, like you mean it. And she's like, and I honestly believe that you mean it. I was like, oh, oh, oh okay, Margo, now. What? Are they both Italian girl Child, please. Right, it's let, about to be off and cracking, I'm telling you.
0: Let, let's talk for Mar- about Margo for one second. Because certainly she was brought in as the assistant DA, or for the, as the DA. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing that all go around. but. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got to kind of dabbled a little bit with drew Mm -hmm. more often than not just to have her kind of be potential roadblock for keeping him from getting that flash Mm -hmm. drive with his memories.
1: And what happened to that? Like that just kind of went, like they just, it came up and it was there, it was there, it was there. And then they just stopped talking about it.
0: And now he's, she's giving it back to him or she's offering it back to him. But do you see, because we've pretty much wrapped up the sunny thing Mm -hmm. and we've kind of, now that she's offering the flash drive back to drew, Mm -hmm. DC is there anything that you want to see from Margot? or is this a character that's kind of run its course and you're going to see her just kind of slowly drifted off it, it drift off into I it?
1: think she I think they have found a way to make her a little more interesting. I'm not sure how they are going to continue to play out a storyline for her on GH, but it's like I said when she first showed up on General Hospital, I remember her being on um all my children back in the day, and she rose. She raised hell over on all my children. So, and I think the I think the uh, EP over at one life, one life to live. The guy who was at one life to live, Frank, is now running things at GH, mm-hmm. and I think he was over at All My Children for a minute, so he knows that young lady very well. I think he has something up his sleeve that he's writing for her that we're not privy to just yet.
0: I guess, yeah. it's just I. I've- and, and yeah, maybe if they have another idea, it's just just so far. I think I just they feel like, do. Yeah, I don't really. I I don't feel like that invested in the character that I'm like. Man, I hope they find something else great for her to do.
1: I think they are. I think they are. But I and I I I loved how for a minute they were, um, making having her have like a pretty decent friendship with Jordan. Like they seem to be. You know, kind of buddies, so to speak, and then you haven't seen them together for a minute. So I'm like, mm, that's very interesting. I don't Although know how I mean, I, I could say
0: because it seems like she's trying to wrestle with. I feel like she's taking some time off mm-hmm. once she found out what the, what really happened with her father. So I can mm-hmm. see why they haven't had a lot of Jordan uh, Margot scenes recently. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure she. Well, I mean, I guess way back in, she gets really involved in the in the Ryan Collins case.
1: So let's let's uh, go back to talking about Finn. And him being the rhythmless nation, cause him trying to do <laughs> trying to do that salsa dancing with Anna, cause you know. Uh, Fanola Hughes is a dancer in real life. She mm-hmm. was in the original company of Cats in London. She Since did Staying Alive. Alive. She's she's a very accomplished um, dancer, especially when it comes to ballet. She was the white cat in Cats. So she knows what she's doing. So she's doing her little salsa thing, and he is standing there looking at her like, oh, please don't make me do this. And then when he does start to dance, and they start to dance together, you literally, you literally see her just drag... She's dragging him around the screen to the point where the camera even stopped showing his feet. Did you notice it, that? Uh, it was so funny to me. She literally was, it was like she was picking him up by his armpit. <laughs> That's yeah. around. I was laughing. I'm like, oh my God, they're killing me. Please make it stop. And then
0: Albrecht shows up. Does he get an A for effort though? At least for he trying? Gets, he
1: gets an A for effort, but oh my God, he was the Rhythmless Nation all by himself. I'm like, I cannot.
0: Is that a, is that a deal breaker? What? Dancing? The fact that he can't dance. For him, for for what? For a, a, could, Would that be a deal breaker for you?
1: That somebody can't dance? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Really? Oh, yes. If you can't dance and you have no sense of humor, you are not in my world at all. No.
0: All right. Mm-mm. Sense of humor, but can't dance? No. Still gone? No. Mm-mm. Wow. All right. Because I
1: used to be a dancer. I can't be with somebody that can't dance. What are they going to do? Sit there and watch me? No. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to be able to dance. I like to go salsa. I like to go dancing. I need. I would like to go dancing with somebody as opposed to them sitting in the corner watching me. That's kind of creepy. Like I'd rather be dancing with you as opposed to you watching me dance.
0: Uh, what if they uh, sense of humor, but the only dance they can do is like the microreina. Or any other kind of group dance like that? Uh, no. Yeah, no. It's electric.
1: No, even if all they can do is the electric side or no. the what is it the uh, the cupid shuffle or, yeah. or, or any no, no
0: Mm-mm. that's it.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I can I cannot date somebody who is the rhythmless nation. That is that no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, you know, uh, Carla she talked about her dance, uh, her past, <laughs> and you know what? It's not just the past for Carla as well because you know she does? She does an uh, after show for Dancing with the Stars.
1: Oh, that. it's over though. Oh well, eh, but, but she does do, do it. it yeah. But she
0: does. She does do it uh, because you know here at AfterBuzz we do uh, reality after. Uh, excuse me, our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve you, <laughs> the television fans. But now we're need. Uh, we're asking for your help. We're asking that you subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels, and by subscribing to one of those channels. After Buzz, uh, YouTube is going to suggest great After Buzz content for you, and you're going to help our network continue to grow. But if you're worried about these pesky notifications, don't, because they are optional. So hit that subscribe button now, and when you do so, let us know you did so in the comments. And you know what, Carla Renata, she, uh, she's going to put out some popular dance routines, uh, some very easy you know, ones and twos, threes and fours that you can follow at home, <laughs> personalized to whatever particular style of dance that you want to learn, whether it's the salsa, the rumba, you know, the cha-cha, Uh, some swing. She will do that for you. So comment in the chat, uh, comment down below about what kind of dance style you need help with. Carla's there for you. So for now, though, thanks for being the best friends around and for making us the ESPN TV talk.
1: Hey, they want to know, can you dance?
0: Oh, come on. Look at me. Of course I can. (laughs) I can't do anything. I can barely talk into this microphone. No, 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 no. No, no, no.
1: That made me laugh out loud. That was funny. (laughs) They said they would pay good money to see you do the cha-cha.
0: Oh, I did. I did take uh, swing dance uh, elective, or uh, yeah, in college.
1: Did you say swing dance elective?
0: Yeah, it was an elective. <laughs> it was an elective. And that, that, was, that was AP credit for that. I don't well,
1: know. I, I had thought about going line dancing here, but, you know, I might have to put that on hold based on what just happened here in California recently. Hmm. You know, I don't, I don't know if I'll be going <laughs> line dancing in Southern California anytime soon. Understood. Understood. Mm-mm, mm-mm. We All got right. a lot of people that joined us in the chat room. Let oh, me yeah. Just give another shout out. Quick. So um, I said hello. Zoe Johnson has joined us. Rena Sheen has joined us. Kevin Pham has joined us. Um Oh Lord, uh, I can't find y'all. Oh, Marcella Morales, Rod- Rodelli Demille, uh, K. Coco Candy One, Daisy Flower Forty, and I think there's. I think that's every Mystic. I said Mystic Mars. So for those of you that just joined us, welcome.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, and we will jump right back into the discussion we were having before, uh, which is uh, Finn and Anna. The whole reason they go to Puerto Rico is to try to get Obrecht. Well, They've, Cuba. Or Cuba, excuse me, mm-hmm. not Puerto Rico, because Cuba has no extradition treaty with the United mm-hmm. States. So Everett is living the good life. She's, you know, getting dance lessons.
1: That made me laugh when she walked in that room to my Francisco, I am here. I'm like, oh no.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: In that flowery it was it flowery? No, it was a very festive looking skirt and the flower in her hair. I holler. I live for when she's on the screen. Like whenever she comes on the screen, the whole soap opera just lights up. Like the fourth of July. I love her. I don't want her to go to jail. I mean I know I don't want her to go to jail because that means she won't come back. I love her so much.
0: Do you think this is the end game for Liesl right now? Do you think that she no. won't break down and go back?
1: She is slippery eel like like Faison. They're not going there's no way they're gonna take her they may leave thinking they're going to take her back to Port Charles but she's not going to end up going back to Port Charles.
0: I bet you she does end up going back to Port Charles, but that doesn't mean her next step after that is prison. I'm sure she will find some way. Yeah, no, that doll to, is not going to, to prison. She's
1: out. a smart cookie. She's a slippery eel.
0: Mm-mm. Uh it was interesting, you know, it's uh, it's always interesting to see Anna and Finn uh, team up together because the whole reason that they're in Cuba together is that uh Finn The trap Liesl, yeah. right? Well, trap Lisa, but Finn was supposed to go see Hayden and Finn's like, "You know what? No." I don't believe really anything left to say. Yeah, and hey, then, the, again, they you. had that
1: moment where they were like, I love you. Oops. They were like, I love you on the plane. I'm like, really? So y'all don't have this moment on the plane to Havana? Oh,
0: okay. Hey, no. Are, are, you, are you, well, let me ask, Carl. are you buying the chemistry and the relationship between Finn and Anna?
1: Some days I do. Some days I don't. It kind of depends on the day. The dancing day, I kind of did because only somebody that would love somebody hard would drag somebody around the floor trying to teach them how to dance. <laughs> ooh, that made me laugh out loud. But what even made me laugh out loud hard, harder was when they were at GH and Epiphany was going in on Anna. Why don't you just tell the man you love him? I'm like, ooh, okay, Epiphany. Let him know. Let him have it.
0: Well, do you think Finn made the right choice uh, instead of going to Rome and talking to Hayden? Of course,
1: least- because if he if he had gone to Rome to talk to Hayden... It would have been a wrap with him, because Anna would have been like, okay, so he chose her over me. Yeah, there's no coming back from that.
0: But is there something to that that be said to getting closure on a relationship? Like, you go know, and I, I support you going to talk to this person to close that off, and then you come back to me and we continue.
1: Well, he made it very clear that from his perspective, it is closed. From her perspective, it's not. And, I mean, let's just be real frank. So if you were in a relationship and you were in a relationship with somebody here and then somebody from your past, like a Hayden, came and was like, you know, can we just talk? I just want to talk. And then, you know, there might be some unresolved feelings there. Some things might happen that are not anticipated or not planned. And then you got to go back to the person that you're dealing with now and admit that you messed up. Who wants to be in that situation?
0: depends would uh, you want
1: to be in that situation the
0: person from my past what's their financial status
1: <laughs> does that matter it, it might it matter is to me is, is that a deal breaker for you uh, I mean you <laughs> is know, the bank if, account if, a deal breaker if for if you they, if
0: they've come into you know a rich a rich uncle has left them a considerable sum of money <laughs> it might be like you know what we really should talk this through we really should.
1: <laughs> I cannot. Oh my God. That's pure comedy. Uh,
0: but of course, Hayden, is, I can understand why it's not done for Hayden because she left and she's pregnant. Mm. So uh, even though she wrote Finn back and said that, you know, oh, the baby's gone, we know that didn't happen. So I'm sure if Finn were to go, and even if he thinks that it is still ended with Hayden, but he just wanted to get closure, that's what Hayden feels like, I've got a baby.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's whenever a woman is going, I just want to talk. Yeah, no. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's not going to just be a conversation. That doll has a plan in place where she's going to try to flip stuff around. It's never, it never is, I just want to talk to you. Never. Just like it's not for a guy. When a guy comes to you and goes, yeah, I know what we said, but you know, I just want to talk. No, it's never that. Yeah. Trust me when I tell you. all right. All right. This I know for sure. (laughs) That's my Oprah Winfrey quote. Trust and believe. This I know for sure.
0: Trust and believe. (laughs) Uh, One person that did want to have a conversation Mm. this week was Kim, and she wanted to talk to Oscar and apologize.
1: That was a beautiful scene. I I was glad she did that. Because I'm like, girl, are you just going to walk around with your jaws tight? And then there was that moment that she had with um, Oscar where where Kim was about to let Daisy have it. And he was behind Daisy going like this. Like, ma, don't go there. And she, like, instead of her doing her usual mama bear pit bull thing, she kind of pulled it back. So you can see that she's trying. Yes. You know, she's really making a conscious effort to try to um, be there for her son and not have you know, any moment that they have from this point on be a moment that's full of contention and stress and strife, you know, because we don't know if the trial's going to work. We don't know how that's all going to fare for him. So, but he got an easy gig. He been in a bed for a whole week chilling. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) Uh, I did, and understandably so, you're dealing with a child that is in a a medical crisis fighting Mm. for his life. So, understandably that you could become very uh, tunnel-visioned about something like that. But it was nice to see I Kim have a scene with Julian and Drew have a scene with Franco about what they're going through. And kind Mm -hmm. of at least be for them, even though they're also going through something traumatic.
1: Yeah, that was very nice. I appreciated that. I did. And it was nice to not see her be so angst and freaked out all the time. Like, I was glad they brought her down a notch. Because me seeing a stressed, freaked out Kim every week was really kind of wearing me out. (laughs) That's true. Between her and Oscar being angst over Jocelyn, I'm like, I cannot cannot view them having their dramas one more time. I just can't do it. Uh,
0: You know, we're getting close to the end of the show, Mayor, so as we want to talk about a few last things, we should also uh, uh, dole in some news and gossip as well. All
1: right, let's hit it.
0: Yes! After TV News. Well, we've been talking about uh, the potential triangle brewing between Chase and uh, Michael and Willow, uh, but rumors having it that uh, it is going to go belly up for Chase. And that he's going to be a little broken hearted. That like Will is going to be leaning towards the Michael train.
1: So I was right.
0: Yeah, look at that. So Chemistry uh, is chemistry. You it'll see be, it. Camera it,
1: don't lie.
0: True. It'll be interesting to see who on the canvas could be a potential new uh, romantic interest for Chase.
1: Hmm. Maybe it's going to be Margot. <laughs> <It laughs> Maybe could they be. have a little May December romance thing happening. I yeah, don't know.
0: it absolutely could be. Uh, now, I'll also mention at the top of the show that the GH stars were on social media this week talking about uh, the passing of somebody very near and dear to them. Yes. Uh, and that was the, uh, uh, one of their makeup artists there, Donna Messina. She had passed away after a, a battle with cancer. Yeah. And uh, a lot of great, heartfelt uh, posts and uh, tweets and whatnot from a lot of the GH stars. Wally Kurth, uh, Jeannie Francis had a beautiful one, too, as well, too, about how she was, she could, she was there for somebody, that, uh, a safe zone for the stars to talk to. But she could also be that tough mother bear that uh, could read them, you know, kind of tell them the truth and uh, get, them, get their head straight if they needed it.
1: And that's saying something because, you know, the, the people that, that know you the best on a set or that deal with you the most, I should say, on a set are the makeup artists and the crew. You know, not necessarily yeah. the directors, but the makeup artists and the crew and the costume designers are the ones you spend the most time with. So, I'm sure she was really wonderful to them, and and it's gonna it's gonna be hard to fill her shoes. There, her shoes will never be filled. That personality will never be able to be replaced. Um, I'm sure she'll be she is sorely missed. And um, yeah. Yeah. prayers and thoughts out to the the cast and crew at GH.
0: And it is reminders of this, is that while we just watch a TV show filled with all these incredible actors, there are so many people behind the scenes that bring that to life, oh, that yeah. those actors... Have a close relationship too. It's not mm-hmm. just their co-stars on camera that we see no. them with; is they really behind the scenes as well. That they have mm-hmm. a really long and deep friendship with mm-hmm. as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, so we've got a couple minutes left. Maybe we should do a little news and uh, news and gossip. We just did news we and gossip. We just did that. How about we do some <laughs> predictions? And now you're after Buzz TV predictions.
1: I'm thinking Oscar is going to have a little setback cuz things were a little too calm with him this week. I think he might have a little bit of a setback and that's going to affect a whole bunch of people. I think there's going to be an even bigger piece to the puzzle revealed about um who's going to be the next either the next victim of Ryan's or the next person who is going to peep the fact that that's not really Kevin Collins that they're dealing
0: with. Yeah, I and people, I mean, it was interesting to see Laura start to go like, yes, what's going on with uh Because he
1: snapped at her and he was in, like, he was in her face. Oh, man. Like, in her face. And she was like, <laughs> I wish I could say what I thought she was thinking, but I can't say that on the air. But she, like I said before, she looked like she was going to punch him in his throat.
0: And I, I feel like if it, that had been somebody like, uh, like a Felicia or a Mac... Somebody that had known Ryan better.
1: Oh, my God. Felicia and Mac. We forgot about them. Oh, that's true. Yes. Felicia came back. Mac came back. And Mac threatened uh, Peter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and, I mean, I, I guess and we do. We did have that moment between Maxie and and uh, Felicia talking about, like, how soon is it? When is it? Is it too soon to move on from something right. you love? And then
1: Maxie, uh, um, Peter comes back for something that he left. And Maxie's like, let's go to dinner instead of just running into each other. And he was like, oh. Uh, Okay. Which, I was like, his response to it was a little less enthusiastic than I would have anticipated, but maybe he was trying to be cool. I don't know.
0: I did like Felicia saying, I'm not here to tell you to not be involved with Peter, and I'm not telling you to be involved. I'm just... Everybody's got to you process this differently.
1: Right. And and we forgot to mention about Oscar naming Jason the executor of his will because he doesn't want the quartermains fight fighting over his shares of ELQ. Yeah,
0: it was interesting. He's like, why does he want to come to me? And it's like Because Jason proved – he's a
1: quarter, quarter main, but he also proved – Jason also proved that he was the one person in the midst of all that madness of him trying to keep his illness a secret. Jason was the one
0: person that he could trust that never
1: acted indifferent.
0: That's true. Kept his mouth. I mean, that's when you go to Stone Cold. He puts it in the vault. <laughs> he does not say anything. That's what you got to love about him. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are some predictions saying that there is going to be a little conflict coming up between Sunny and Carly. So uh, I, didn't, I, know. I know. I can
1: call it. There you I go. can call it.
0: That's right. Because <laughs> Margot,
1: honey, that tension, She going to find that scarf, I'm telling you.
0: And, uh, and and uh, Carla is just like uh, naming uh, just nailing these uh, potential future storylines coming up because there is talk about Nina being uh, the one that's kind of responsible for uh, really bolstering Charlotte's bullying tendencies. Told you. Because she keeps
1: saying she's perfect. And even Lulu was like, if you keep telling her she's perfect, she's going to think there's nothing wrong with what she's doing. You're rewarding bad behavior. You're telling her she's perfect. You're giving her milk and cookies like you can't keep doing that.
0: I wish somebody would give me a milk and cookies. That'd be nice. (laughs) Nobody does. Nobody's rewarded my behavior. I cannot. (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're getting ready to wrap up here. But uh, before we go completely, though, next week is going to be our last episode of the year. Yeah, for 2018. That's right. So we're going to take a few weeks off there and uh, come back, I believe, January 6th.
1: January 6th is when we come back.
0: Look at that. So, uh, yes, for a couple weeks there will be dark. So it'll be, uh, you know, the shows will continue. They'll be off uh, they'll be off for the, the the Christmas Day, New Year's Day. They'll be off for yeah, various their events. Yeah,
1: and you know, GH usually doesn't air that many episodes during the holidays anyway. They kind of, they they scale back like when they were doing those weeks where they were showing two or three episodes a week. They scale back a little bit, so.
0: We'll get some nice repeats of some uh, beloved episodes. <laughs> I will say, uh, big shout out, though, to this past uh, Thanksgiving, though, where they give the nice flashback to... I want to say early 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, where you, where again, we get to see Lila in the wheelchair, mm-hmm. uh, but we get to see uh, uh, Wally Kurth back in his Eddie Main days where he had the little soul <laughs> patch and stuff on. Oh man, it was nice. Good
1: times. Good times. Oh, I almost forgot. You know who I ran into at an audition was Lisa Laserio, who plays, um, oh God, what is her name? Olivia. Character? Yes, Olivia. Nice. I ran into her at an audition. Oh, she you... probably got the gig because it was t- totally up her alley. But what's up, girl? Hey, Lisa.
0: When is she coming in?
1: It was. I can tell you what show it was. It was a show called Charmed that's on the CW, oh, yes. and the part was for the
0: part of a witch. Yes, but more importantly, when is she coming into our show?
1: When is she coming into our show? I don't know. We didn't have that discussion because I needed to prepare for my auditions.
0: So. Well, you're—I can't believe you're putting that over the important. But of I will reach support. out to
1: her on social media just like I did to Brianna because I know Brianna's coming. So Lisa will probably come too. She there was really—she's mad cool. Look
0: at that, Carla Renata. Uh, she's got the hookup with all the G. No, stars. I just run
1: into people in public and I'd be like, "Hey, come do the show." <laughs>
0: Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us this week. We'll be back next week for our winter finale. It might be... Winter finale. Yeah, we'll we'll do a cliffhanger. We'll make it really exciting. But as always, folks, thanks for watching. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube channel. When you do, give it a thumbs up. Like us on Facebook as well. But if you want to stay in touch with any of us even after the show's over, Carla where can they find you?
1: You can find me across all social media platforms at The Curvy Critic. You can also find me right before the GH Report over at Black Hollywood Live doing Black Tomatoes, my film review show with Scott Menzel of We Live Entertainment and next Sunday will be our last live show for 2018 as well. So if you want to see all the movies coming out for Christmas, you can go to thecurvyfilmcritic.com and check those out.
0: Ooh, sounds intriguing. Alright. Yes. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, everybody. Thanks for everybody uh, as well for hopping in the chat, sharing all your thoughts as well. Uh, we'll see what you have to say for our winter finale. I'm going to keep building it up, really hyping Winter this finale.
1: Up. That means we're going to have to have some cocoa. We're going to have to bring it.
0: That's right. One of Had our twin snow. siblings is going to come back <laughs> for revenge. It's going to be exciting. Uh, until then, folks, have a great week. We'll see you back here next Sunday for another episode of the GH Report right here on After Buzz TV. Bye.